over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. Welcome to the 10 o'clock hour, our open home hour. We throw the door, phones, text, email wide open to you, the Arizona homeowner. Anything you want to talk about, your home, castle, or cabin. Phone number, one 767 4348 rosie for you Text 411923 and email info at rosieonthehouse.com. But I have to cover this real quick. You know, with there's a lot of things that have changed in radio broadcasting over the years. The call screening used to be sticky notes before computers. Um, then computers came along. Then, uh, you know, your news source used to walk into the radio station in the morning and there'd be a stack of the republic a stack of the wall street journal a stack of usa today i mean there was 30 different newspapers they subscribed to in a stack and you'd see different reporters grabbing different newspapers that they liked and that was their news source now there's no paper there's ten thousand not one maybe not that many there's hundreds of screens everywhere flat screens you got multiple news channels and internets and connections and one of the additions that have come to that is social media. And Mom, on our Rosie on the House Facebook this morning, posted a picture from y'all's date night this week with a question, uh, mustache or no mustache for Rosie? What? Ooh, yeah, that, it ooh, is blowing what? up. <laughs> it's, it's the most active uh, post we've had all week. And so far, Rosie, so if you've never seen a picture of Rosie, he's had a mustache since... Since... Billy Cannon. Since I got <laughs> since I got married, forty years. Not everyone knows LSU football yeah. players from the fifties. I was relating to him, of course. <laughs> and well, as you know, he had an accident last year. It's been um, a year, October seventeenth. Can you believe that, ma'am? What a year! And people still call the call screening station saying, "Sure flew you know, by." Yeah, <laughs> if you sleep through half of it, that's you know lucky for you. Um, But people still ask, is he okay? Because he sounds a little rough. But I put the picture up because I wanted everybody to see how good he's looking. And he's feeling great. And he's exercising. And he's coming to work. And he's, you know. But that that voice, man, is just taking a little bit of time. So And they don't believe that he's in good health because Mm -hmm. of the voice and Mm -hmm. the paralyzed vocal cords from being uh, the the, the breathing tube that they put into. um, So she put a picture up. But then she said, mustache or no mustache. And right now. Uh, we've got a lot more comments in this, but only about half of them are quoting on, on weighing in on the mustache conversation. And you're getting outpaced 10 to 1 <laughs> on no mustache versus mustache. They say it makes you look younger, babe. We've only it. gotten two votes to keep the mustache, oh. one of which is former editor of Arizona Highways, Wynn Holden. He says keep the mustache. <laughs> and your grandchildren all say keep the mustache, so you have to decide who's <laughs> most important, I guess. <laughs> So you can weigh in and vote. I don't know if it's going to determine the outcome, but you go to our Facebook page and vote. Mustache or no mustache? <laughs> well, let's get back to home improvement. <laughs> oh, it's been so fun to hear from everybody. Thank you for all the, the prayers and well wishes and everything. It's been really sweet. Now you can go back to home improvement. <laughs> very, very, very heart-touching, that's for sure. I got an interesting email this week, and we always like to compile this data and this is one we're going to have to add. Uh, we'll have to give credit to this homeowner. But he was listening to the show, and we were giving tips on how to store things. And one of the ways we tell people to store paint samples is when you finish the paint job, take a little bit of the paint and put it in a cup. 
take saran wrap and make sure the rim of the paint can is very clean. Stretch the saran wrap. Which over. is hard because yeah, it's hard. when you pour paint out of a paint bucket, you can't help but get it into yes. the rim unless you get one of the new attachments you can that put on That helps a lot. But still, you get paint in that thing and you've got to get that cleaned out. And one of the old tricks of the old journeyman painters is when they poured the paint, if they didn't feel like they were going to use that whole can, they took the paintbrush right then while the paint was still fresh inside that little capture groove around the outside of the paint Mm. and take the paint wet and fresh, get it on the paintbrush and get it back in the can so it doesn't build up, okay? So we would tell people, make sure the capture trench in the can was clean, stretch a layer of saran wrap over the top of the can, take the lid, make sure it's clean, set it on top, and then use a rubber mallet to reseal all the way around the can. Do not use a hammer that puts dents and dings into the can or into the lid. Now, once you have it sealed up, and to that point, when you open it, use the tool they give you. Don't use a tooth, uh, a flathead screwdriver. That's for sure. Use a painter's key again, so you can open it without crimping the lid. So, with the saran wrap and a clean lid and a clean can, all sealed back up really well, turn the can upside down. Now, go to that little cup of paint you've got. It's the same thing and concept and in, in why wine racks generally are arced down is so that if it's been an open bottle, the wine stays against that cork Sealing to keep it, it moist up. and wet. Same thing you're doing here. You're taking that paint and you're sealing up any possibility of air seeping into that can. Then you take, and the bottom of the paint can is clean, then you take that little cup that you poured and pour a little of that onto the bottom of the can. Let it dry and then use a marks a lot and just say master bedroom September 2019 and store that can upside down sealed up. Now we were talking our way through all that and you've got another tip to that. I've got another really good tip. Uh, what he does is when he's done finished painting. And this is a listener's email. This is a listener's email. Um, uh, appreciate it. Rick. Is there like a URL? Can we tell? Is he like at, at like rickpaints.com? Is he a painter? No, he's not a painter. Okay. Uh, but he is from Oro Valley. Okay. Rick from Oro Valley. He'll take a clean piece of lumber and have it cleaned and primed, ready to go. Then when he finishes the paint job, he takes the paint and paints over that primed piece of wood. Three good coats, lets it dry, and then he stores that piece of wood inside the house somewhere. And then he doesn't have to remember the brand of paint or if the brand of paint is no longer made anymore. Like in his case, the paint company that originally painted his house the paint manufacturer was bought by someone else. 
So the dyes have all changed a little so bit. So all the dyes. So then you bring every paint company now has an incredible ability to match. So now he can just bring that painted piece of wood that's marked with the date to the paint company. They do a computer match as to the color pigments and the sheen, whether it's flat, eggshell, low sheen, no sheen, or high sheen, and he gets a perfect match. So that's thank you to Rick in uh, Oro Valley for sending us that one more great idea on storing paint for your project. So that's a great way to have a physical old school way, a new digital way. You could, after you're done painting your master bedroom and you complete that project in your Rosie on the House app through HomeZada, you would put not only the receipt of your paint purchase, purchase, but you would put your paint number in there when I did Landry's room and Remy's room. And we do, we used two different paint manufacturers on purpose just to see how they Hold worked. Up. And they're both okay. pretty. I mean, they were both top of the line from the top of the line. And I don't know that I can tell a difference yet, but we've got the exact color code stored in our, in our account. So if we ever needed a touch-up, we just go back and here's the paint here's code this. number. Yeah. Um, Make it up for me, and 20 minutes later, walk out the door, if that, depending on the line in front of me. All right. And uh, one more email I got this week from an old friend. Uh, I actually helped build his house in Mayer, Arizona. Oh. so uh, He's come up to us at the Prescott Home Show yeah. before. So Chuck writes, and he, Chuck, needs, that's right. he needs a little work done on his house in Mayer there. And uh, he wanted just to check and see who to use. But he ended his email with this. Rosie, our son is getting some work done tomorrow in his, at his home in Chandler by one of your Rosie certified electricians. Oh, and let me just tell you this. He had a great experience with Isley's air conditioning. So he says, he just wanted me to know that Rosie certification goes down at least one generation. So he learned how to use the system when he lived in Phoenix, learned how to use the system when he lived in Mare, and now his kids are using it in the Valley. We've got, after 30 years, we've got some that are third generation, Rosie, on the house. Maybe not referral network users quite yet, uh, but definitely listeners. So that renews our commitment to you Arizona homeowners to do what we have to do to to stay your best friend. Stay the number one favorite resource in all of Arizona as we recently just won in Tucson. Reader's Choice. So Tucson's number one resource, along with many of our Tucson Roth certified, Rosie and certified partners, all won favorites and best of Reader's Choice from the Tucson Daily Star. Very... Very flattering event. We were very tickled to that. So, and this is our open home hour. If you'd like to join the conversation, one triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. Text to four one one nine two three or email info at rosieonthehouse dot com. I would like to. I would too. 
we got spoiled from last winter season, and oh, now we've hardly had a monsoon at all. Nonsoon. Somebody. Nonsoon, exactly. Somebody stole it. Well, I've noticed a theme on the mustache, no mustache way in as votes continue to come in. Everyone that is voting for a mustache knows you. Interesting. Nathan, Nathan okay. Angel from Old Castle Superlight, the Bell Guard rep. Mm-hmm. The, they vote yes. When Holden from Arizona Highways votes yes. I don't know. Kind this, of part of his persona. This Tom, but he's been listening ever since Mark Salem was still on. So back to the early 90s. Mm-hmm. So I don't recognize the names of every of the people that are saying without. So that that, that seems to be the theme. If they've known you with the mustache, they're voting for you to keep it. So, well, the, the, as a man, I have one very embarrassing thing to admit to. Yes. It takes about a year for me to grow a mustache. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, even if you decide to keep it, it'll be a while, is what you're saying. We had a conversation last hour with a gentleman talking about asphalt roofs and the fact that you could have a second layer on your roof by code right. and that it right. wasn't code to go to a third one well we've got a firefighter listening is it and he says as a ret firefighter so i'm guessing that's retired firefighter yeah, he says i can tell you there's a lot of code violations he says it's it's a very heavy load on the roof and one of the things they do as a fire that you know they cut a ventilation hole it says it gums up their saw blades really bad <laughs> and he said i've cut through a lot of roofs that have three layers of shingle there's oh, a code violation out there i'll be darned so we appreciate you tuning in and for that feedback. Great American success story. There's a, and I'm only going to say the name of this once, but it is the name of the fan. That It's called the Big Ass Fan. And they've got a donkey on it. I mean, and these fans are ginormous. They do make some for homes, but their main use, they're 12 feet long, 16 feet. I mean, they, they are monsters, and they go in warehouses. And when you walk into, um, you know, a, a lot of these the big industrials, you will see them on there. Well, they weren't always called that. They were started as high-volume, low-speed fan company by the Smith family, husband and wife team out of Kentucky. And the name got changed. Because people would call and say, are you guys the ones that make that big blank fan? It was just something that huh. customers were calling for. And so it just the name switched and uh, changed. Well, they have just sold their company. Rags to riches story here. $500 million is what they got for the sale of that, comp- that, that fan. Wow. So they got a big that's blank awesome. payoff is what they got. Wow, that's <laughs> wow. awesome. So I don't know what we have to do, but they're choosing to spend their fortune on homes. They've bought a home in New York that they've dumped millions into in restorations. They've bought a home in uh, this one. It was actually at one time Lance Armstrong's home in Austin. Uh, Texas. They've bought that home, and then they've bought another one. I don't remember where that was. I didn't highlight it in the article. And they are dumping millions into renovations. We need to send them like a listing for available homes in Arizona. Yes. If you're so intent on keeping the workforce busy as a way to 
reinvest the money you've spent. We've got plenty of homes here you can come. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> but that was out of the mansion section of the Wall Street Journal. Uh, and on the back of it, uh, a good article with David Spade. The only reason I brought that up is, you know, he spent a lot of his time growing up in Scottsdale. But funny article there on him. It's They got a, they a lot of neat stuff uh, in that. Not all the time. But every now and then they have some really interesting stories. And last week I saved the article, um, clipped out of it because it had a feature that's going into my my perfect house. Well, but before we get to a couple, or but I want to get to the callers because they've been patient. But I do want to talk a little bit about our blog, the topic of recycling, mm. because this is becoming home recycling, recycling of the trash products in and out of your house is becoming a pretty hot topic but let's see if we can take a, a caller here before the first on the line first on the air and welcome to the program yes that's me i have a we have a three a three-tier fountain stucco you know big one of those big heavy fountains in our backyard and it was like the stucco is was cutting off getting all yucky so we power washed it and that took care of got got rid of a lot of that old gunk and then my husband painted it with some dry lock paint, and and it seems like it it, it gets where wherever the water runs over the top tier down to the next, it gets like rust, brown rust. And then it gets if we leave it you know long enough, it gets into the crevices. First I thought it was almost like an algae or something or other, but the the water in the bottom pool of the fountain is clear, so it isn't rusty water. My husband looked the tube that comes up the middle is a is a PVC. So what is that? Some the paint reacting with our water, or or what's going on? It very well could be. I don't know that for a fact, but um, if it wasn't doing it before, and the fact that it's doing it now with the new paint job, I would definitely say that's an indication. Um, okay. I'm looking up his number right now. There's a guy named Paul Holdeman, and his company is the Pond Gnome. There we go. They're closed on Saturdays. But uh, he's out of the Arrowhead area, 623-572-5607. He knows more. 572, I'm sorry, I didn't get the last. 5607. Okay. He is who I would call and ask. They, They know more about water features and living ponds and traditional fountains than anyone else we know. We've got uh, a couple more. Jesse's on the line. Matt's on the line. And an open line for you, one 767 4348 And you can vote mustache or no mustache at facebook.com slash Rosie on the house. I wish I had a pencil and mustache. The Boston black hair kind. Two-tone Ricky Ricardo jacket and an Our weekly home maintenance to-do covers what you need to know about how you recycle because it is changing. But I did need to do one thing real quick. The second segment is where we were supposed to give away the Diamondbacks tickets. I forgot. Trivia question. Text the answer to 411923. This is for September 18th's game. uh, 12.40 p.m. first pitch as we host the Marlins. What bird is featured in September's uh, photo contest winner? So if you have your... Rosie on the house home maintenance calendar. What bird 
is on the, it'll be in the top left, pretty obvious. That's where our annual photo contest winner is. People can submit pictures. Uh, too late for 2020 as we're going to print this week, but you can submit po- photos of wildlife or landscapes for 2021. What bird is featured? Text that to 411923, and we'll pick a random right winner and send you to the Diamondbacks. And on the topic of recycling, the recycling industry is getting its teeth kicked in right now. They are, they're really having a tough go of it. I believe Jennifer talked to seven or eight different cities all across Arizona. Some are completely eliminating and the recycling. I gave her an article from the Wall Street Journal this week. Uh, it's a national thing. Oh, it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the demand has gone so far down. People are trying to get creative. And so there's kind of two things that go on with recycling that are are really hard. One is there's lack of demand. It's gone. They were The Wall Street Journal was saying the demand had been like 19.4 million to China, and now it's down to nine. And this is over a course of like a year or two. So there, there was no warning. They were everybody was just like happy campers. This the trade embargoes and everything happened, and then um, they don't have a place to sell their goods to, and they and most people weren't looking for other buyers because you know everybody's kind of fat and happy. That's how it happens. So um, some other things that are that are really hard on the recycling industry is is people aren't aware of how they need to clean products before yeah. they put them in. That's so, one of the things that makes it expensive it's man to, hours. to have yes. a recycling program is because it takes so much to educate the homeowner what really does and doesn't go in that recycling can. Well, and then there's humans, poor little humans, that have to sort through all that stuff. And you can't, you know, people put dirty diapers in there. They put dog waste in there, trash clippings. Bowling balls, locks. I mean, all, t- that takes a lot of manpower. So that really diminishes the profitability of the recycling. So anyway, we just the article this week was just about some of the innovative things going on around the state. A couple of cities have actually cut Casa Grande and Surprise have just decided we're going to turn this off until things get better. And Surprise, the, the homeowners are encouraged to still dispose of their waste in the same way, but it's all going to the same place. I imagine that so that when it, they go back, everybody's <laughs> still be in the habit, right? Well, I sat on an airplane from Atlanta to Phoenix one time, and sitting next to me was a recycling um, specialist executive for the state of California. And she shared with me practically the whole flight home (laughs) how conflicted she was. She says, you know what? I don't even know that it's doing any good. We have to buy a second whole fleet of trucks that <laughs> all need their fuel tanks filled, all need a driver behind the wheel, all need to get regularly maintained to round up the recycles. We need to consume lots of resources to reclaim whatever it is we're trying to reclaim. And, and she went on and on and on and on about, I'm just not so sure it's worth it. And I just wonder who's done a complete holistic analysis. I believe it should be done just because it, it increases our level of stewardship of resources. Uh, plastic bottles just drive me absolutely insane. I haven't they bought absolutely drive me a insane. plastic bottle in seven or eight years. But here's the dilemma. In Jennifer's research... She discovered that mixed paper 
the price for mixed paper in bulk has gone from $67 to two. Is that per pound? No, 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 no. That's per ton. That's that's bulk loads. And they were saying that in some cases it was even costing the people, you know, us. to. (laughs) It really didn't make sense because it was costing us to do it. But I think I love Phoenix's... Um, campaign reduce, reuse, recycle, reconsider, and reimagine. Yes. I think it has to come from the very beginning how we package things, how we purchase things. You know, think about our old friends, Ralph and Evelyn. They took every bread bag and turned it into these little braided rugs. You know, I mean, they, they reused things instead of just dumping everything, find another purpose and buy less. Yeah, that's one thing I really look for when we're buying food. So much packaging goes into food. We try and avoid that altogether if you don't have to. You know, like like your 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 frozen food section, your ready made meals. You know, we don't do any of that, mm-hmm. just to keep from having to that waste. That's and a, plus, I'm a better cook than those ready made meals. That's a great that. that's <laughs> a great focus. Is just <laughs> even at the purchasing point, be thinking about what you're going to do. But educate yourself as to what really does. And pizza boxes can't go in the recycle box. There's too much grease on it. That has to go in the trash. And, and, and that's just one example. And water bottles. If you're going to throw water bottles in the recycle can, put the, when it's empty, put the lid back on it. And that helps the equipment back at the recycling yard handle it and process it so much better. They float it up on a layer of air when it's got the cap back on it. And this is going to bring a great inventions. And, you know, I, I think... Uh, if you took like a Trex type product and Trex is made out of recycled milk cartons and you started making lightweight boxes for, you know, like Amazon Prime users who throw away so much cardboard. Oh my gosh, it's going to populate the planet you know, with make, boxes. Make these Trex crates and you would just exchange, you know. You would have a, a place outside your home where when he came and brought the new box, he would take the empty crates away. It's a great idea. And you would save so much out of that. You know, that, that would, we'd still have to figure out how we transport them in the vehicle. But, you know, there's a solution there. And the amount of cardboard waste that's out there is, is unbelievable. It's the old milk bottle routine. Remember? Well, yeah. this yeah. was way back glass. before we were born. <laughs> when, when they were yeah. made out of glass, right. not plastic. You put the bottle out, you get the fresh bottle of milk at the door. All right. We've got some callers that have been very patient as we covered the topic of recycling. Let's see if we can get to the phones. First, if you'd like to squeeze in between now and the end of the show, there's a chance. one 767 All right. Jesse, driving in the Hi. car. Hey. Yes, I am. Go ahead. Um, so I, I just have a quick question about my, I, I believe it's my water softener. Um, my, my wonderful wife sent me some pictures of black water in the, to- in the toilet. Um, and what I've figured out is when my water softener regenerates, it turns all the water in my house black. So, um, and I'm, a, I'm kind of a do-it-yourself kind of guy, and I was looking at maybe going in there rebuilding it. And when, I'm, when I was researching it, I found out that I have kind of a, it's one tank, it has the brine tank, the brine can with the salt next to it, but inside my tank it has both the water softener beads and the the carbon filter. But I didn't know if that's something that I can rebuild or if I even should. 
rebuild it. Um, I don't really want to replace it if I don't yeah. have to. I'll, uh, I just wanted to see what your guys' thoughts were on that, that scenario and if that's something you've seen and what I should do. I've never personally experienced this, and I've never personally done that, but I can tell you um, one of our partners, All About Water in Chandler, Gilbert area, right on that border somewhere, they are a service technician, but they also do retail sales for do-it-yourself warriors. I will have to check their weekend hours. I don't think they're open on Saturdays, but... They do sell parts for do-it-yourself repairs, and they could probably talk you through Coach it. This is something it. that you could do without having to replace. Um, have, have you ever done that? I, I've never done that one before. No, I'm not familiar with the equipment he's dealing with, a charcoal filter attached to the water softener. Um, the resin beads, I've, I'm, I'm not familiar with his piece of equipment. He'll, no. he'll have to get in touch with All About Water. Yeah. We appreciate the call. Let, let us know because that is something we could add to our uh, knowledge base. We've got Matt next on the line at one triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. That's one triple eight. Rosie for you. Matt, go ahead. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Great talking to you as always. Um, Romy, I called in a couple months ago and talked about a um, window in my shower and how I don't like looking at my neighbors while I'm I'm showering. Um, and we had talked through some things, and I had put up a. a window film to kind of you know fog it up a little bit um but it just looks like a, a cheesy window film so i had this <laughs> great idea of maybe i could make a um, stained glass panel and then um use some bathroom caulk to adhere it to the window oh <laughs> can i call you out <laughs> we had another call coming in jennifer ran downstairs to open the door for some special guests that are coming in. And we had another call come in and Gary, instead of putting them on hold, bing, brought them on air, which hangs up on the person that's on. And so. I should have locked them in. That was the problem. <laughs> Matt, call, Matt, but call Jen back. Jennifer's always throwing her hand in front of me going, hold, 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 hold like that. So I'm like used to doing it like a you know, cat going nuts. And what I'd like <laughs> to I, tell. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> well, I know he's still listening. Matt, uh, check with your city building department. I'm reasonably sure that glass, I know glass by a door, glass within 18 inches of the floor, and glass in your shower all have to be tempered glass. So at, uh, applying a glass applique to that window I think is going to put you in violation of code. That's not critical until you're trying to sell the house. Uh, but for safety purposes, uh, let's take a look at that. If, if it's your shower, the master bathroom, you and your wife are the ones using it, you know, you can take a measured analysis of the risk and decide what to do. But if it's something the kids use, um, I'd be really careful about putting in anything around a shower or a tub that isn't tempered glass. And uh, I don't know how you would do that in a uh, stained glass application. A stained glass application. I, I don't know. I'd have to get in touch with Dennis at ABC Glass. You beat me to it. <laughs> and, and ask him that question. And we still don't have a winner for the text question for the Diamondbacks tickets. Um, 
Is that a hard bird to answer? No, it's not a. We've got Roadrunner, Woodpecker, Cardinal. I mean, you, you, that's not a hard answer, is it? It's September, so maybe people were back still on August. Move up to September. Text what type of bird. It was from our photo contest at not a road four one one nine two three, and uh, you could potentially win. And then we had somebody ask earlier, "What about the state park passes? Did you guys pick?" Well, we set it up that it was a half of it was true, half of it was false. So no matter what, everyone got it half right, and we're going to send all thirty three entries tickets this week because uh, we're getting to the end of twenty twenty, and these tick passes are good to the end of Gotta the year. Got to use them. So moving them out before. We start distributing passes that will be good for 2020. I think we're going to have to get someone in from the Audubon Society in. We've talked about it in the past. I got Robin, Cactus Wren, Thatcher, Thrasher. I got someone said not a roadrunner. We still don't have it. Is it a blue heron? (laughs) No. (laughs) No. And then, uh, so if if somebody can tell us what kind of bird this is, uh, two free two free tickets to the Diamondbacks Diamondbacks Marlins uh, on the 18th. And then we've been uh, Jennifer at the beginning of the program. Tell them where to look for the bird. Oh, in our home maintenance calendar. In September. For the month of September. It says September photo winner, Jim Barron of Pine Top. If you could tell us the what Jim could call in now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jim, do you want to win? <laughs> uh, we've been running the, the conversation all hour, too. Mustache or no mustache? we got a couple more people in studio to help weigh in on the, on the decision. Mr. Remy, also Rosie the Fourth. What do you think, buddy? T. Pear, should he have mustache or no mustache? Mustache. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about Landry? Mustache or no mustache? Mustache. Oh, uh, yeah. Two. Like I said, everyone that knew you before says go mustache. Now I get to ask the kids one question. When Romy was a little boy, I got uh, the privilege of being on the air and being interviewed about homeschooling. It was in the days when homeschooling was pretty new. And so I brought the kids with me, and the interviewer looked at Romy and said, Romy, what is your favorite part of homeschooling? And he said, being with my dad. (laughs) So it wasn't anything about the reading and writing. So Landry, what is your favorite part of homeschooling? Reading and writing. Reading and writing. (laughs) There's hope for the future. And Remy, what's your favorite part, bud? Math. Math. Well, that is great. Your mom's doing a great job. That's no surprise. <laughs> right, right. Chip off the little old block there. Well, he's he's smarter than me because I I didn't get this. Um, we were watching the outlaw Josie Wales the other day because mm-hmm. uh, they well anyway we get to the scene where he goes over the river. And the ferryman goes back and he says, well, I'll make do something's wrong. I'll buy you some time. You guys get out of here. And Josie and the guy that he's with both know he's lying. He's going to bring him over as fast as he can. So they sit there and wait. And you see the Calvary and this ferry coming across. And I say, Remy, what would you do? And he looked at me and goes, Dad, cut the rope. I'm like, holy smokes, <laughs> just wait, just wait, watch. 20 seconds later, he pulls out his big old rifle and he shoots the rope. With it. <laughs> he cut it with a bullet, huh? That was pretty awesome. <laughs> you like that? 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for coming. Where are we going after this? Payson. What are we doing in Payson? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who's there right now? Timmy and Roxy. And what are they doing? Junior high and high school rodeo. That's right. We're going to go up there and finish watching the junior high high school rodeo. <laughs> but we got five more minutes left here on air. Uh, where are we going to go? Well, there's a text question here about what do we think of tankless water heaters. And I'll just take 30 seconds and say I love tankless water heaters. But you, it's probably going to be more expensive than you think. Because virtually every tankless water heater manufacturer requires a water softener. So you not only have the price of the water heater conversion, but you have to add the price of a full water softener as well. But generally speaking, I love them. You gain floor space, uh, you never run out of hot water, and you're never spending money to store hot water. The hot water you need is provided instantly, and uh, they're very they're more efficient than a regular water heater, and uh, they've come a long ways. Uh, so I like them, but you gotta, don't let a plumber talk you into it without talking you through the need for conditioning the water prior to putting in the, the tankless heater. And we are going to have, uh, that is one of our slated topics for October. We're going into water month. Uh, it's going to be a topic in our nine o'clock hour or on the house hour where we talk specifically about uh, the home. And we've got four different of our water experts. One time it's going to be water treatment. One time it's going to be water heaters. One time it's going to be um, water technology. And then in our Arizona Hour also got great guests lined up. We've got uh, CAP lined up. We've got SRP we're working out dates with. We've got a lot of great water topics that we'll be covering in the month of October for Arizona. And you had you had me an uh, article I can't wait to read out of Harvard talking about how Arizona, smart Arizona. Arizona. Arizona Commerce Authority newsletter included a letter, uh, an article that have been in the Harvard Business Review about Arizona literally leads the world in water innovation and conservation experts and innovators. And the one question nobody can seem to find, and I'm throwing this out there if you know. It's in that article. What does Alamo Lake get <laughs> used for? Bruce had a lot of insight, but I want to know where if you let Alamo Lake loose, all that water goes right to where CAP pumps out of the river. Can that water ever be used as a final resort in, in extreme drought? I can't find anybody that knows that answer. If you do, let us know during the week. Rosie on thehouse.com.